Zenzizi Zambibi. Welcome to the Zanzizi Podcast. Zanzizi Zambibi. Welcome. I'm Rad Dad 2023. Gathered. This is a man episode. Got myself. I got the Tej. I got Swipe Right Mike, <laughs> and I got Chef Ray. Hello. <laughs> Welcome, For, boys, men, boys to men. Boys to men. We're not getting any younger, man. So, guys, we're going to go in the Wayback Machine a bit tonight. We're going to talk about our friends far, far, far away. Very distant land. Dif- distant. Very distant land. A Japanese land, if you will. We're going to talk about the series Legend of Zelda. Oh. Woo! So, <laughs> what did, when did, how did you get into Zelda? If at all. If at all. Uh, I got into Zelda a little late. So, like, uh, when the Wii came out, my, uh, or no, uh, Twilight. Uh, I I played Twilight Princess and Wind Waker. Wind Waker was for GameCube. Mm-hmm. Bam, GameCube was my first Hell introduction yeah. to that, and I just loved the style. I loved the, the gameplay. Hated the sailing, <laughs> uh, so much yeah. fucking sailing, and I wasn't. It was like towards end game where I was like, oh, you can uh, you can use a uh, quick transport or whatever it is, um, fast travel, fast travel, yes. Yeah. Got it. Now that game was unique because of the art style specifically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you did you have the same issue that some fans did, where you thought the game was a little too short? No, no. Mm-mm. It's not the size that matters. It's, it's the, the size emotion. does matter. <laughs> Don't let them fool Wait, you. What? <laughs> Casey, tell me the truth. No. Um, oh God. So listen. What about you, my friend? Uh, man, I remember playing. Let's see, like I've, I actually have a tattoo on my wrist about this. So like, mm-hmm. I <laughs> I'm stoned for one. No, you're you're beautiful um, and beautifully stoned. If you haven't followed, and Seth is too. I love it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Ryan might be. I don't know. Okay. No. All right. Anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> I just took a Link nap, is. so I've got bedhead. I'm like, woo. He's got sleepy yeah. eyes. Yeah. And I'm like, what's up, boys? I'm full of cheers. Because we had full disclosure. It's it's a man's night, so we're going to pizza party it up. <laughs> yeah. Up in this motherfucker. Little sleazies, baby. Little That's sleazies. right. Um, I do love that name. So I, I remember playing, like, the first one that I ever played was the second one on the original NES. So, like, uh, Zelda 2, The Adventures of Link, or The Adventure of Link, I think it's called. Um, and it was probably sometime like 90, 91, 92. Uh, and I, I was probably around eight or seven. And I remember my dad or my stepdad would play it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just looked kind of complicated and weird to me. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
I picked it up and it's it honestly is still to this day like one of the most bizarre Zelda games. And I I just watched him play it so much that like I just knew where everything was. So like eventually down the road, you know, like I got a Game Boy Color and I was playing it on that and would play it just all the time. Like I I think I have it on my on my Switch too. It's not a and it's not a side scroller, is it? It's, it's like it's, a partial side scroller. Yeah, because you're looking down at it. Yeah, it's like you're looking down as you're traveling, but then like anytime you're in a cave or and you're in a dungeon or something, it's a side scroller, hmm. or you get attacked out in the open world or whatever. Okay. Um, so we get attacked every day. I understand <laughs> emotionally and mentally. World. Mm-hmm. So that was like the first one, and it was like right around the same time. I rem- remember going to a friend's house down the street, and he was playing the first game. Okay. So I was kind of introduced to both of those, like the original two, um, right around the same time. Me too. I saw the gold cartridge, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. treasure!" <laughs> yeah, that was the best thing about that game. Yeah, what pretty much <laughs> the coolest looking one. Yeah. But the the first one blows the doors off of everything in '86, and we'll get into that. But the second one, it was kind of like the tradition of Nintendo when they would do their second game. They'd be like, "Everything's different." Like yeah. Mario did it. Castlevania kind of had a similar thing, but Mario was just like, uh, it's a dream, you know, like it, it yeah. didn't, it didn't really have the, the, the allure of the first one, which is yeah. some of what some might say about the second Zelda. Seth, what about you? Yeah. Like you said, uh, it was, it was the gold game, mm-hmm. you know, um, I don't know if it, did it ever come with the original Nintendo? Well, if you factor in Super Nintendo, it did. And that's when I got A Link to the Past. Okay. But I'm not sure there was a Zelda console like NES version. Maybe the Famicom. Because it came with Mario. Right. Okay. Mario slash Duck Hunt. Maybe when my parents bought it. I mean, I was born, you know, I got the first one Uh uh, in like 87. Uh I think it came out. Uh yeah, so they must have got me that, and it was always just too smart for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean there's like, rupees? <laughs> there's like the, there's like the <laughs> we have currency in America. <laughs> uh, there's like the part where uh, you like walk, and then it just keeps repeating over and over, and you have yeah. to be like up, up, right, left. You like you have to know the code to get. Yeah, like, I, know what you're I just about. I just gave up. Like yeah. as soon as I got that far, I was like, "This is." That was the before f- the internet, right? So like, if you didn't know somebody who knew, you had to go to like right. a bookstore and get a fucking magazine to I tell you like couldn't even how read. to do it. I still can't. Nintendo read. Power, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. true. Well, that's when you. I mean, I had Nintendo Powers. I would read them like they were freaking penthouse forums. Like I was a little boy, just loving my Nintendo magazine it was the only thing other than like i got a highlights magazine once a month i think and those two were like i i didn't really care for the highlights as much as the nintendo power because it was like oh my god i thought you said penthouse porn well i mean <laughs> it, yeah, i read it like that too for an 80 for for an 80s kid i mean that was that was it like i even would have been 89 89 is kind of right around because I I did play Mario and Duck Hunt, but before we get too far, 
Let's do a brief Mario movie review because as this is coming out, this is kind of a, a compendium to our me and Swipe Right Mike's first Nintendo episode mm-hmm. where we covered the history of Nintendo, but yeah. now we've all seen the Mario movie. Three word review. Three word review. Yeah, that's right. This is a Zelda episode. Fucking tastic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you uh, think? Needs more sex. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the Marvel Universe could benefit from that. Thanos was just like, get over here. <laughs> That's Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, it all blends together. <laughs> Yoshi and the tongue. You know? Wham. No. Wham. No. That gluck gluck. What did you. <laughs> gluck gluck. No. What okay. did you think, Tej? Uh, three three word review. Mm-hmm. Sweet summer sausage. Mm. Uh, happy fun times. That's a perfect review as well. Right. I like that. Happy fun Every, times. everybody nailed it. The truth of this is, what else do you really want? You know what I mean? Like we're getting old enough. It's like if you're gonna take your kids to it, you just want to shovel some popcorn in your face. It does the job. It you know does I mean? the job. It doesn't like introduce anything weird or new really it kind of pays tribute to a lot of different games with like um you know the the different the mario suits mm-hmm. suits, which is the some of the fun yeah it's way cool uh the star had a really cool role in the movie um mm-hmm. the little penguins that was kind of cool i mm-hmm. thought yeah. little penguins that reminded me of like mario uh, 64 right yeah Mario 64, um, and also uh, Mario Party. Like yeah. Some, mm. some of the mini games. I mean, there's like 28 of those. They're like not, they yeah. sh- they poop one out like every two weeks, it's, it seems like. Or they remaster like one of the older ones, which, I mean, they're fun. They're good. I mean, if you want to have something to do with your kids again, or you have a, you're dating semi younger, uh, there's, there's fun to be had with that. How young? I mean, uh, <laughs> let's keep it twenty-four and above, folks. Okay. Um. So this this kind of I mean, obviously it's it's set to make like a billion dollars. So this I would assume Nintendo is gonna probably greenlight any sort of Nintendo property to be made into what like a movie or a TV yeah. series. Is there anything in particular that like? you think would be fun because i mean i'm really setting this up because the the answer for me would be immediately legend of zelda oh same absolutely the same and if i had my druthers it would be a studio ghibli movie granted that's gonna take 25 years because they take a long time but what do you guys think um i remember when i was a kid let's let's start there and say like there was a commercial for the second game and it was an actual dude running around a dark room like it looked like a vacant castle or something and he was just like yelling Zelda Zelda mm-hmm. and like ever since then I wanted like a live action like serious Zelda movie like not I mean it you know anything Nintendo or Mario or Zelda or anything is going to be geared primarily toward kids mm-hmm. you know but like I want like a like a dark knight Zelda movie like Christopher Nolan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean no, he, that would never ever happen. Twilight, it doesn't actually make sense. Twilight Princess was uh, rated T for teen. There you go. So I mean, you yeah, know, that was, was a dark one. It could be a sick adventure film or like a or like an Amazon series, almost like the Lord of the Rings. 
you know, or True. Like, or like a Game of Thrones, you know. I mean, obviously less dramatic. You make Ganondorf like an actual like human rather than some crazy wizard or whatever. But I don't know. I don't, or, or, or you know what I mean? Like no, I, something I, hokey, something livable, something I'm, that is actually like human in appearance. Other than naming his daughter Zelda, Robin Williams had pitched his idea to play Ganon in a live action Zelda series that would have been show silly, or movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would have been good. What do you think? Man, I had a good idea and it was all thought out. Oh, okay, yeah, there it is. Uh <laughs> Battletoads. Mm. Dude, now you're speaking my language. But I'm liking this like Christopher Nolan idea. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why I said Christopher Nolan, let's be honest. <laughs> This fall. <laughs> well, I don't remember their like Battle. knuckles, zits, but they've got a face palm. They've got to be gay, right? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> they're all gay. Like a nice woke film. <laughs> they're just dudes who just work out in the gym. And it's like, man, you look fucking good, bro. You look ripped. Show me that I'm pussy. A frog. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, Battletoads. Yeah, Christopher well, Nolan. I love it. Battletoads versus just Ninja gritty. Trolls, yeah, they got those Sick. motorcycles. <laughs> Show me. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> Have you seen those man thongs that they wear? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> Just play to that woke zeroed audience, in on it. You yeah. know, it'd be like a modern day like a roadhouse with frogs. Exactly, which was perfect. But like, I you, you know, if you go to like to present, you it feels like they take way too much of like the sex out. Like, I don't know if it's just me, but like '90s movies were like people be be screwing but like nowadays it's like more insinuated if anything yeah like you don't see sex very much in movies again i've said this before and i'll say it again if those marvel movies upped it a little bit i mean those are the big ones but now they're kind of it's kind of shifting but like especially nintendo you know you get like link and zelda and like have this you, has been have a long not, time coming. Have you not looked <laughs> that up should like be the name Zelda of the movie on Pornhub? <laughs> it, but, well, a lot of see. Yes, you we're, have. We're, we're we're alluding to it. But look, as much as I love Zelda, the birth of the femboy came a lot from this this character, this androgynous Bowie esque version that we got really more later i don't i mean you can't really see it in a little pixel f- floating around being like play the princess but like and that's the thing is that like he doesn't have a voice you don't really hear him in like ocarina sure time does. well it's like sure he does. Ah! <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's perfect it's good it's put that on the soundboard yeah. <laughs> that's true i'm gonna have to oh i wanted to play you guys some of the commercials real quick so here are some of the original 80s retro commercials did you see the latest nintendo newsletter whoa nice graphics i'd like to get my hands on that game you mean you haven't played it yet we can play it on my nintendo entertainment system it's the Legend of Zelda, and it's really rad. Those creatures from Ganon are pretty bad. Octorox Tech Tech's levers, too. But with your help, our hero pulls through. Yeah, go, Link. Yeah, get Zelda. It's such a beast. Awesome. <laughs> Intense. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Your parents help you hook it up. The Legend of Zelda sold separate. Watch Zelda become a legend on your Nintendo Entertainment System. Zelda! 
way. Good Legend of Zelda. A never-ending adventure new for your Nintendo Entertainment System. Zelda! So it's, it sounds like, like Zelda's lost and everybody's trying to find Zelda. I mean... Zelda! There, there, there's oh, a little man. bit of that, but yeah, like, I... I just... I think... I think... <laughs> I think we didn't really know what to do. The Japanese are over there, and look... They're doing their thing. Obviously, they've got the Nintendo seal of quality, but these mother fucks, if they don't put some good shit out, they commit seppuku. So, like, obviously, this has got to be a really good product. Oh, not seppuku. <laughs> yeah, well, it's there's that, but there's, like, Nintendo, as a publisher, when they nail it, they really nail it. And, I mean, we talked about Shigeru Miyamoto and his... Shigeru Miyamoto-san sorry he and I alluded to it we just did a Stephen King episode recently this has come out after it I said Stephen King may be in the top three of like pop culture icons I would feel as far as influences go Shigeru Miyamoto-san I think is also in that level if you think about it I mean being a the primary creator behind Nintendo and putting out things like Mario, Zelda, Donkey Kong, like fundamentally everything that's about to make $2 trillion in a box office right now. I mean, to me, it makes sense. It does. It does. Uh, people probably won't think of that. Yeah. Uh, honestly, when you, when you, when you bring that up, like that, must have had such a giant influence on anything you know gaming wise today and gaming is huge Mm -hmm. oh it's everything it's like i i would i would say it rivals like the movie industry well yeah i mean there's it makes i think more money than that i know people who don't even really watch movies or tv shows who are like yeah but like i'm on my you know, season 67 of Fortnite or whatever it is. That's me. Yeah. Like what we're seeing is video games are now influencing movies. Right. And think about how much influence Zelda had. Like 86. It fundamentally influences every RPG that comes after it. I don't remember anything before that other than Pong and Tetris, but the Tetris was even after that. So it's like... Fundamentally, yeah, they, I mean, they hooked us. Like we're still, I know. you know, we're like forty-year-olds. Like, fucking Zelda, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's like from like they they still have us hooked. I mean, they do. They did a one good of job. The, one of the four of us has a Zelda tattoo. There you go. I saw a Zelda bumper sticker on the way here, and I said, "One in four of us has HPV." <laughs> <laughs> I bet Link has HPV. He probably does a little little stinker. So, obviously, it sounds like we're all kind of in agreement. Other than Battletoads, we'd love to see like a Zelda property. I do think it would be fun to see some like auteur director do like a Mario or like a Yoshi's Island, but hereditary. Yoshi. <laughs> like Ari Aster, hereditary, but Yoshi's Island. I think a Castlevania. It's like Dr. Or Moreau. Like a, ooh, Castlevania. <laughs> Castlevania or Ninja Gaiden would be cool. Or like a Duke Nukem movie. <laughs> 
Duke. Bitchin'. My dick is big. <laughs> Suck it. I get to the point. I'm gonna nuke you with my dick. That's right. Her bush is magnificent. <laughs> or you could do like a true detective duck hunt mashup. Or a Smash Brothers Jersey Shore, maybe. Just saying. Uh, Smash Brothers Jersey Shore? Like. Whoa, Donkey Kong! Beer's on me! I don't know. And then, like, some girl who's like, oh, my Instagram followers don't match my attitude. Oh, we're not doing video, are we? Not today. Oh, sorry. Next time. Next time. Okay, let's be real. Legend of Zelda is an action-adventure game, according to the Wikipedia. Franchise created by the Japanese game designer Shigeru Miyamoto-san and Takashi Tezuka-san. It is... What's that? Somebody say something? I said thank you. Oh, indeed. It is primarily developed and published by Nintendo, although some portable installments and re-releases have been outsourced to flagship Van Poole and Grezzo. And we'll get to the the Philips versions of Zelda that came out. Oh, boy. Um, The gameplay incorporates action-adventure and elements of action RPG games. The series centers on the various incarnations of Link, a courageous young man of the elf-like Hylian race, and Princess Zelda, a magical princess who is the mortal reincarnation of the goddess Hylia. I didn't know this. This is all new to me. I mean, honestly, I didn't look at the game manual when I had it. I didn't. Like, I immediately tap, hit A to get through the dialogue. I'm like, shut the fuck up. This game was gold. I need to see what it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not going to read the back. I don't, I don't care about the lore. Just Where's the treasure? <laughs> Show me the gold. What? Rubies? Yeah. Again. <laughs> Fucking Japanese. Goddamn Gundams. All their bullshit. I love them, though. I love them so much. I love Nintendo. So. I just thought it was really weird, though, in the first game, the very first scene really is when you walk into the cave and the the wizard wants to give you a, a big brown dildo and he says go with this take this <laughs> you, I thought it, he was dangerous I, to I go the alone wizard, take this and you're the, like what the fuck am I gonna do I don't okay I know what I, I'm doing. I, thought, <laughs> I thought it was you walk into the cave and the wizard's like sniffing girls panties and he's like oh I saw sorry <laughs> <laughs> very apologetic wizard <laughs> Anyway, so Ganon wishes to use the Triforce, a sacred relic left behind by the three goddesses that created Hyrule to remake the world in his own dark image. When gathered together, the power of the Triforce can grant any wish its user desires. However, if someone with a heart that does not possess a balance, three virtues, power, courage, and wisdom attempts to touch the Triforce, it will spit into three triangle. It will split into <laughs> spits. Hey, that doesn't cool. swallow. <laughs> It'll split. It'll three swallow times. three times. <laughs> mm, I'm here to swallow your power, courage, and wisdom. It'll split into three triangles and bond with three people whose hearts embody their required virtue. Mm. Interesting. Although their personalities and backstory differ from game to game, the incarnations of Link and Zelda often have many traits in common, such as Link often being left-handed, which is Shigeru Miyamoto's thing. Like, he was like, I'm left-handed, so I'm going to make a character who's triumphant and left-handed. Not for the uh, Wii, though. He was right-handed because of the controls. Well, that's true. Sell out. Fun fact. (laughs) Sell out. 
All right, scrap it. <laughs> He's right-handed now. <laughs> but it's true. He actually, he also would play the game in his, his not-so-dominant hand. Although, I don't understand that because I always played with two hands. There was a time where I was, like, holding the controller with one hand going, like, why won't a boy in his blob get through this level? Like, I would always do it with two hands. Always two hands. So, uh-huh. Always play with two hands. While the the conflict with Ganon serves as a backbone for the series, some games have featured other settings and antagonists with Link traveling or being sent to these other lands in their time of need. Since the original Legend of Zelda was released in 1986, the series has expanded to include 19 entries. It's a lot of games. You know, and it's, I mean, after we get towards the end of the second segment, I assume I'll and this is kind of, I guess this is a lead into that later on to entice people to keep listening. But the, the idea of what would be at least three of your favorite Zelda games or the ones that you enjoyed the most. Um, 19, though, I can't even, like, off the top of my head, think of more than eight or nine, maybe 10. I don't know. I. I because they have those straight to Game Boy or Nintendo DS ones that I was like, those are fake. <laughs> or whatever. Like I'm not. So or, I, or and I'm not gonna buy a Wii U. I wish I had. Uh, is it a is it a the Switch? Um, uh, yeah. For the uh, Skyward Sword, right? You talking about the one that's about to come out, or well, that is Skyward coming out Sword this was same? On Wii, I think. Or on. Okay, I didn't play that. Sky, no, there was okay. You can get it for Switch though. You can. Okay, we have it for Switch. Okay, I think it came out on Wii. But the, I think initially there was also you have to factor in the GameCube as well. Oh yeah. Um, The Legend of Zelda is one of Nintendo's most successful franchises. Several of its entries are considered among the greatest video games of all time. Now, the setting takes place in Hyrule, predominantly in a medieval Western Europe-inspired fantasy world, which has developed a deep history and wide geography over the series' many releases. Much of the backstory of the creation of Hyrule was revealed in the games A Link to the Past, Ocarina of Time, The Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword, and A Link Between Worlds, which is actually a game that came to the 3DS as a sequel to A Link to the Past, which is... Full disclosure, one of my favorites, for sure. A Link to the Past. That was when I saved up my shekels the summer of 1993 after my birthday. Yep, I got all my rupees together and I said, Man, take me to Kmart. I want a Super Nintendo. And I got the one with A Link to the Past. And that, I can't think, other than Elden Ring, I would say, as far as like the most in-depth experience I had, like swallowed whole by a video game. Is that horse, man? I well, <laughs> well, a link to the past is the top-down S- Super Nintendo version, and it immediately starts. It's like raining. You're running through the castle, and it had that huge reveal where when you got to the end of like the third dungeon, the whole. But spoiler alert, spoiler alert, um, the whole world would flip upside down to a dark world. The dark world. Yeah, That's the true. dark world is dope. Can I go turn the light off so we can be in the dark world <laughs> yeah. for this part of the podcast? 
be in the twilight. I heard there's yeah. a butthole competition coming up. That might be a real dark world. <laughs> dark hole. Dark hole, son. Um, no, nope, nope, never mind. <laughs> so, <laughs> was that another Japanese creator? Yeah. <laughs> dark hole, son. Uh, the fictional universe established by the Zelda games sets the stage for each adventure. Some games take place in different lands. Thrones. I kind of alluded to that. Um, all right, so we're going to, before we take our first break, we're going to try to dissect and get into the story a little bit. I do want to preface that Shigeru Miyamoto came up with the idea as a kid. He was walking through the forests of Japan and came upon a lake. I was like, oh, this is very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was one of those things where he... Would go, <laughs> he would go on a walk and find like cool shit and be like, "This is very interesting." <laughs> your accent at some point. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, <gasps> yeah. And then he would run back to his parents and say, "I came up with this cool idea." I it, it was you have something. To say it like that. I know. You would have to say, say it, it like, like Mario. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! No, I there's there's there's. <laughs> It's a it's a it's a story that I saw on countless YouTube like Legend of Zelda like lore videos that I was checking out that were just like yeah this is how he came up with it and it's cool like he was really scared there was this like cave near his house and he like dared himself to go in and that was kind of part of the allure of like you know anybody can have an adventure and that was what he wanted is when was, he, there, was there a wizard in there that gave? <laughs> there, I mean, there could have been. <laughs> he, he gets handed it, and then he just goes, <laughs> <laughs> runs out. <laughs> so things, the fictional universe, the story, nerd alert! Please hide your wives and girlfriends. It's about to turn into the desert. Pussies will dry. Um, so. According to the in-game backstories, the world of Hyrule was created by the three golden goddesses, Din, Ferrari, and Nairu. Before Ferrari, Ferrari, and Nairu. Um, the the funniest, the the weirdest thing about this is that, like, I don't. Again, like I'm, 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 I'm glazing over some of it too, but it's like I don't remember any, any of that. I'm okay. sure you experienced it, and you just don't remember it. I just remember him being like, ah, ah, and like, you know, ah. or the sound of a breaking pot. The music is also Koji Kondo. He did the music for Mario and this. It, I love the music. Yeah, it's great. Like, I'll put on, like, we have it in the background, but, like, there's tons and tons of, like, enhanced versions or, like, those, like, they have those those really awesome symphonic shows that come through. Um, full disclosure, my ex-wife took me to one, and I wept, like, a few times. Like, I got all choked up watching them, and they're, like, playing, like the score to Zelda and I'm like it's so beautiful man it's, it's like whimsical. when I was 11 which by the way <clears throat> the score was actually going to be and I'll I'll bring it up later but like it, it was because of copyright he had to change it because it was based on this classical piece that he was like this is going to work perfectly but then 
the legal team was like, no, 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 no. And so like in one night he came up with like the iconic 86 theme, which is sometimes when it's clutch and you got like, you got to really focus, you can do great things. So don't give up on yourself, kid. Led Zeppelin wrote Stairway to Heaven in 30 minutes. Really? No. (laughs) (laughs) They must have done one pass then. He's like, oh, Robert, we're going to write this song. All right, let's, uh, I got nothing for the lyrics. Okay, um, something about Legend of Zelda, or, or, or what is it? Fucking not Legend of Zelda, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Yeah. In a stairway. Yeah, that'll get us laid. <laughs> yeah, baby, baby, baby. <laughs> oh, future episodes. So, so the goddesses, power, courage, and wisdom, they're, if it's, okay, so. I think I backed up on accident here. Sorry. The goddesses left a sacred artifact called the Triforce, which could grant powers to the user. It physically manifests itself as three golden triangles in which embodies one of the goddesses' virtues, power, courage, and wisdom. However, because the Triforce has no will of its own, it cannot judge between good and evil. It will grant any wish indiscriminately. Because of this, it was placed within an alternate world called the Sacred Realm or the Golden Land until one worthy of its power and has balanced virtues of power, wisdom, and courage in their heart could obtain it in its entirety. If a person is not of a balanced heart, the Triforce part of the user mostly believes... I'm sorry. The Triforce part that the user mostly believes in will stay with that person, and the remainder will seek out others. In order to master and control the Triforce as a whole, the user must get the other parts found in other individuals and bring them together to reunite them. So it's a story about, like... Picking yourself up by your bootstraps and voting for Hillary, damn it. So the sacred realm can itself be affected by the heart of those who enters it. Those who are pure will make it a paradise, while those who are evil will transform it into a dark realm. Hillary is a Hillian name. Hill. Yeah. Hillary. Yeah. Hill. High rule. High. High. Hillary. They're all connected. And I'm with her. I am. Uh, while those who are evil will transform it into a dark realm. So, you know, Link's like, and and we didn't, we haven't mentioned it yet, but like there was the cartoon which played on Fridays when the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Excuse me, Prince. Which by the way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Every episode. It's because he was denied a kiss from Zelda. He's out here saving the world and he's like, can I get a kiss? And she's like. This shit's closed for business. And he's like, excuse me. Which I get. Just a little peck. No. Rape. No crumbs. I'm going to say that each time I get denied a kiss. <laughs> excuse each, each tender day. Excuse me, princess. I feel like it was the other way around. I'd be like, excuse me. And then my pants would be down. People are a little My pants are already down. Nowadays. <laughs> They're already down. She's going for it. And you're like, excuse me. <laughs> no foreplay? Come on. I mean, look. She's like, I'll give you 500 rupees. <laughs> Break that pot. Her Moana tattoos and her Lilo and Stitch Snapchat filter really turned me on. That and the three kids. But anyways. <sighs> All right. Is it easy to knock up lady boys? <laughs> 
No, that's why this is such a pioneering game series. There's your. Tri- oh fuck! I'm gonna end up cutting that line. No, I'm not. The Triforce was sought by the Demon King Demis, an eternal being that had conquered time itself. After a long battle, after the goddess Helia, guardian of the Triforce, Demis was sealed away within her temple. Helia placing the Helians on a floating island called Skyloft in the sky to protect them. Orchestrated a means to stop the demon from escaping, creating the goddess sword, later becoming the master sword for her chosen hero and discarding her divinity to be reborn among the people of Skyloft. So, part wait of, a minute. Yeah. Her discarding her her divinity? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did did you thought he said virginity? No, but that's what I keep <laughs> thinking of every time you say it, because you keep saying it. I know. I'm like, she's She's getting rid of something that she shouldn't be getting rid of here. Well, <laughs> how true. old are these people? Uh, the creators are... The, well, actually... Wait, I was, I was what's the Japanese translation? The, what's the translation? Yeah, I bet it's virginity. I mean, it's possible, but the thing... The, I will... You, you mentioned age. Link's supposed to be 10 in the first game. Yeah. Really young. Yeah. Yep. Baby boy. Baby, <laughs> sweet baby boy. Meanwhile, he's just like... Give me a kiss. <laughs> Give me a kiss. Well, excuse me. <laughs> I don't want to know what a kiss is if I knew what to do with it. She's like 10 years old. Hey, don't mind me. I'm just making my TikToks. <laughs> Swipe right on me, sir. It's ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, I mean, it's just uh, this stuff. Zelda breaks her Triforce of Wisdom into eight pieces for Link to find before she was captured by Ganon. I just skipped the last line of that (laughs) summation. There's so much, like, it's... Are you really playing Zelda for the lore? I haven't met one person who is... There's three people. There's (laughs) Link, Zelda, Zelda and and Ganon. Ganon. And, like, that's it. So, and really, to me... I made it up on the fly. It was like, I'm dating this girl, and her stepdad is stepping in and being like, you can't take Zelda out. You're a twink. You're one of these weird... You're one of these weird queers who listens to Marilyn Manson, aren't you? You know, I was casting my 90s-ness on it. But I enjoyed the series because it was fun. The art style's great. The music's great. The, the idea of... Being able, realistically, what's great about Zelda is being able to go where you want to go. You know, like having an open world and just having that option of just being like, because technically, Breath of the Wild, you can beat supposedly right away. You can go straight to the last dungeon. Theoretically, I don't know what the speed run numbers are at now, but you can theoretically go straight to the final thing and just end the game. But like, I can also end the game too by turning it off. Going outside, picking up trash like every other American should. Or a Twilight Princess. You can turn into a wolf and be a furry. True. I mean, look, the Japanese have all kinks covered. Just going to say that. I love them. They they do because those kinks are my kinks too. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I dress up like a wolf. Sometimes I kiss myself. So there is a bit of a crop chronology to the series uh 
Legend of Zelda series was a subject of much debate among fans until an official timeline was released, like I had mentioned to you guys, I think off mic, with the Hyrule Historia collector's book first released in Japan in December 2011, which is relatively recent. I don't know. A decade is kind of like, I don't know, was that last month? There were more yeah. games before 2011 than there were after, probably, though. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So yeah, it does it does seem pretty recent. Like there weren't as many games since then. Like you would have assumed, but according to what I read online, a lot of the a lot of this came from like internal documents that they had. Because they were smart enough to be like, okay, what the fuck chronological storyline is the Minish Cap story that we had Capcom do, or what the hell is a link to the past? But like According to something I read, Skyward Sword is the first game in the series, if you follow chronologically. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, and that's the darkest one, which shows, like, there's also alternate timelines and different... Which is fine. Like, I'm a huge fan of Batman. I don't need everything to follow a chronology. I don't right. need to always see him begin. I don't always need to see his parents die. I don't always need Robin. I'm probably better off without him sometimes in those movies, but... You can just treat each each game like it's its own deal, you know, right. its own and, thing. And that's the thing. Even though Tears of the Kingdom, to me, especially looking at the trailer, looks very similar to Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I fucking love Breath of the Wild, yeah. so I'm gonna love the game. Yeah, you know? for sure. I'm considering. And I think that that one's actually like a legit prequel. Like mm-hmm. they're all gonna like that one's actually gonna tie in because the games don't really ever tie in with each other. Not you know, really. They, they I mean, don't. A Link to the Past and Link Between Worlds, the DS and the Super Nintendo game did, okay. but it was more so aesthetically. Right. Because A Link to the Past was such a huge step up when it came to those games. It's Like I said, it's it's my favorite. I mean, I'll be honest. Oh, sure. It for sure is my favorite. It's just, it was so much fucking fun. Like, finding the power-ups, getting the new dungeons in the game and like conquering them that i mean that was the first time i played a game where i was like fuck yeah and you're like i'm getting somewhere in this and then all of a sudden like i'm starting this over in a new world what well i i I think uh the the games are uh are recarn because uh, zelda is a reincarnation of this uh um this goddess so um each each uh new game i i would say is a separate maybe separate same universe kind of a thing sure if that yeah, makes sense it, totally so, yeah. so this this timeline that was set up with this book uh subsequently posits that following a ocarina of time it splits into three alternate routes in one link fails to defeat ganon leading into the imprisoning war and a link to the past Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. Link's Awakening and Link Between Worlds and Triforce Heroes were released after the timeline. The Legend of Zelda and the Adventure of Link. So, like, all of the main series games, basically. In the second and third, Link is successful, leading to a timeline split between his childhood when Zelda sends him back in time so he can use the wisdom he has gained to warn Zelda in the past of the horrifying fate of Hyrule, in adulthood where the Zelda from the future lives on to try and rebuild the kingdom. His childhood continues with Majora's Mask, followed by Twilight Princess and Four Swords Adventures. Which I like that, like... So they don't two just, of them living at once. That kind of. I, mean, that, I 
I will say, I always thought Four Swords Adventures was just like ultimate nerdy nerd nerd stuff, and I just didn't care for it. Like, I'm like, only main games, Nintendo. That's for the big boys. But like, I'd see those other games like that, Minish Cap, and be like, but I would also play them. Merlin, get off the table. <laughs> we got it. We have. Fuck a you, Dad. Mean feeling. <laughs> I own this podcast now. <laughs> Meow. In 2018, Nintendo revealed Breath of the Wild's timeline placement after all previous games in the series without specifying a connection to any of the three timeline branches. So, the Breath of the Wild director, Hidemaro Fujibashi. Bayashi, Fujibayashi? I believe it's Fujibayashi. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Seth. Justified the vague placement with the previous idea of keeping it open to players' imaginations. Nintendo also moved Link's Awakening to take place before Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. In November 2020, Nintendo released Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, and the market of the game is a prequel to Breath of the Wild, being set 100 years before. However, the events of Age of Calamity diverge from the backstory established in Breath of the Wild, creating an alternate timeline separate from, separate from it. But what about the CDI PlayStation games? Huh? You don't want to talk about that? Excuse me, Nintendo. Let's take a break. Some clips in between. When we come back, oh, we got a whole bunch more. Maybe, maybe we'll do, like, some fanfic. I don't know. Excuse me, princess. Well, excuse me, princess. Hey, excuse me, princess. Well, excuse me. Excuse me, princess. Excuse me, princess. Excuse me, princess. Well, excuse me, princess. Well, excuse me, princess. Hey, excuse me, princess. Well, excuse me, princess. Well, excuse me again, princess. Excuse me, princess. Hey, excuse me, princess. Oh, just get moving. Well, excuse me, princess. Excuse me, princess. Well, 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 excuse me, princess. Excuse me, princess. Cameo. Yeah. Yeah. Cameo. Yeah, we're second segment time, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We're 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 just a bunch of boys talking Zelda. Plotting the future of how we're gonna do the thing. 
we want to find that actor. I, I, I think he was in like a movie called like Chubby Bubbies, and his name was like Black Bart or something. I don't know. There's 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 stuff I could look up, but I'm not gonna do that right now. Not like we're on a podcast. But it was a cartoon that you just heard, Legend of Zelda. Excuse me, Princess Supercut on YouTube. You should check it out. But continuing on, there were actually quite a few through the Legend of Zelda throughout its lifespan canceled games. A number of games, including main series games as well as re-releases and spin-offs, in varying states of completeness, have had their releases canceled. Perhaps the earliest of these was Gottlieb's The Legend of Zelda Pinball Machine. Interesting. Jeff Vandenberg? It wasn't going to work because the ball was triangle-shaped. That would be something. That's why they like, canceled. We like to take a triangle. <laughs> they kept getting stuck between yeah. the fucking like bouncers. Shit, I didn't even think you can't roll a triforce. What the hell? <laughs> I told you, Martha, the Japanese are confusing as fuck. <laughs> but it's true. I it, There was a machine. After securing a license from Nintendo to produce two Nintendo franchise-based pinball machines, pinball designer John Norris was tasked with designing the table before it was completed. Gottlieb decided to repurpose the game with an American Gladiators theme. Fucking wrestling. wrestling. Or sort of wrestling. Licensing for this version ultimately fell through and the game was released as simply Gladiators. Do you guys play pinball at all? I like pinball. Uh, yeah, I'll oh, go well. down to uh, the Pyramid Scheme and play pinball quite a bit. Yes. Local. That's fun. Local. See also yeah. our Grand Rapids, Michigan episode where we talked fully about... Michigan's Adventure slash Deer Park Funland. Oh, yes. In 1998, Nintendo canceled Eura Zelda, the Ocarina of Time expansion disc for the 64DD. Disc drive is what DD. The double D. Yeah, which I like. Due to poor sales figures for the 64DD peripheral, in 2002, Nintendo released a GameCube bonus disc called The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time Master Quest. It contains emulated versions of Ocarina of Time and Ocarina of Time Master Quest, which Anima and Miyamoto each confirmed is Yura Zelda. In 2001, under a license from Nintendo, Capcom canceled the release of The Legend of Zelda Mystical Seed of Courage for Game Boy Color. (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) Mystical Seed. Whenever I like to drop some Mystical Seed, I like to... That's what it sounds like. That's it. (laughs) 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 So... Working with Capcom subsidiary flagship Yoshiki Akamoto was originally tasked with designing a series of three Zelda games for the Game Boy Color referred to as the Triforce series. The games were known as The Legend of Zelda, The Mysterious Acorn, Chapter of Power, Chapter of Wisdom, and Chapter of Courage in Japan. The Legend of Zelda, Zelda, Mystical Seed of Power, Mystical Seed of Wisdom, and Mystical Seed of Courage in the U.S., the game's a lot of seeds. There's a lot the of mystical seed Orion. They spread right. so much seed. They did. All over the world. 
The games were to interact using a password system, but the limitations of the system and the dif difficulty of coordinating three games proved to be complicated. So the team scaled back to two games at Miyamoto's suggestion. The Legend of Zelda Oracle of Seasons was adapted from Mystical Seed of Power. The Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages was adapted from Mystical Seed of Wisdom. And Mystical Seed of Courage was canceled. I feel like I owned those at some point, but I don't know if I actually played them. Did you guys ever play the DS? Or uh, the Game Boy Color? I, yeah, yeah, Boy yeah Color. I had the DS for a little bit. Okay. Before it got stolen. I had my what? Uh, Final Fantasy. What kind of riffraff are you hanging out with, Swipe Right, Mike? Living in Grand Rapids. <laughs> Bad part of it. Bitches be stealing, man. Yeah. Great city. <laughs> great city. <laughs> It is. It is. It's a. It is a great. It's a great city. city. There's. There's. Yeah, there's, there's bad parts. There, like everybody else has bad parts. Very true. Before its 2006 release, both Link and Samus from the Metroid series were planned to be playable characters for the Wii version of Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but they didn't make the final release because they weren't Marvel characters. In 2011, an unnamed Zelda 25th anniversary compilation was canceled to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the series. Nintendo of America originally had planned to release a compilation of games together for the Wii, similar to the Collector's Edition disc released for the GameCube in 2003. Nintendo of Japan's president Satoru Iwata and Shigeru Miyamoto decided against releasing it, believing it would be too similar to the Super Mario 25th anniversary collection released in 2010. Now, we mentioned with Shigeru Miyamoto making Zelda. Zelda was really just a reaction he had to making Mario Brothers. Because Mario Brothers was very simplistic, stripped down, platformer. He wanted to make a game that he had want, want to play. And I think that when you love something or it's you make something from that perspective, you get the best outcome, personally. Yeah. Like, if you're going to be a creator out there... Make something you want to play. Don't don't just be forced to have to design basketball hoops for NBA 2K 2045 or whatever. <laughs> um, Retro Studios had two Zelda games in develop development. One was an entitled game starring a Sheikah in a story that explores the origins of the Master Sword. Another one was titled Heroes of Hyrule, and it starred a Goron, a Zora, and a Rito who set out to rescue Link. Now, I like I like when they do stuff like that, and I mentioned that before when we did the Nintendo, like they had that, that, that game that was like Bowser's really shitty day game or whatever, where it's like from the Bowser's villain's... bad hair day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically from, from the villain's perspective of like, oh, fuck. You know, Mario, he's kind of a fucking asshole. Peaches, peaches, peaches. Yeah, peaches. Yeah, I got a thing for front butts. What do you got to say about that? I mean, there's... It's cool, though. Like, I was thinking about this today, and I'm just going to say it now. I would love to see... If I was tasked to be a producer for a Zelda game, I'd love to see, like, a steampunk version of Zelda. Ooh, like, yeah. out, outside, like, Neil Gaiman-influenced kind of, like, World's Fair with, like, some dark stuff, but, like, an Alice in Wonderland kind of fantasy mm. bent to it. Like, stoner psych. Yeah. Yeah. Weird Bioshock. D I'm yeah. favorite franchise of all time. There you go. I mean... It's kind of sad, though, because I was also thinking about this today. It's like, you know, the Japanese, they created, like, so many different games, and then what did we do in America? We're like, 
I got this idea for a game. It's Call gonna Duty. be <laughs> yeah, Call of Duty. It's like Doom, basically. Like Cormac John Carmack is basically like, I just want to shoot fucking Nazis and I want to shoot fucking Hell Spawn and I want to see naked fucking bimbos. <laughs> Duke Nukem is like, hell yeah, my bush is not trimmed. Weekend warrior dads unite. And but Link, Link is like, ah! yeah. <laughs> so there, there have been a, some spin-off games as the franchise has grown in popularity. Several games have been released that are set within or star a minor character from the universe of the Legend of Zelda, but are not directly connected to the main Legend of Zelda series. Both map versions of the game, BS Zelda. Bullshit Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> of both map versions of the game, BS Zelda, No Debt Densetsu for the Saddle View, released in August and December 1995. That was my favorite one, man. I played that like 1,300 Not, times. I get you. <laughs> Could be considered spinoffs due to the fact that they star the Hero of Light portrayed by either the Saddle View's male or female avatar as opposed to Link as the protagonist of Hyrule. A third... Saddle View game released in March 1997. B.S. Zelda no den satu B.S. The Legend of Zelda Ancient Stone Tablets could also be considered a spinoff for the same reason. Other spinoff games include freshly picked Tingle's Rosy Rupee Land for the Nintendo DS, an RPG released in September 2006 in Japan, summer of 2007 in the UK. All right. To star supporting character Tingle, a second Tingle game is Tingle's Balloon Fight. <laughs> oh, also man. what I call my penis. <laughs> hey, that's what putting was out Tingle a, a, a Korok? <laughs> yeah, Tingle was a Korok. I just love. I lo- <laughs> Tingle has the best voice and like dance. Well, supposedly what is, what is Tingle Tingle is was the character that was like disliked a lot in America. No yeah, he's like the Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. But like no, but he's great. That's why I love him. I mean, <laughs> I loved I didn't love Jar Jar Binks. We'll, so, we'll, no, we'll talk, I didn't either. I loved him when I was like ten years old when I saw the movie. Yeah, like I you know, I didn't understand what the caric- caricature of of Jar Jar was. Neither did I the He the was a diplomatic Sith Lord. international <laughs> shifting of alliances and the basically like the the George Lucas this is it the, isn't racism but it's like patent like obviously he's copying the that trope from, that trope yeah. and and you know obviously this is coming from some sort of like Flash Gordon style comic book he read as a kid and was like, oh, um, well, I'm just going to make this the zany sidekick over here. Right. Anyway, so there's there's Tingle's Rupee, Rosy Rupee Land for the Nintendo DS uh, and Tingle's Balloon Fight, which if you're in a balloon fight, make sure you got some... Uh, Pop out your Tingle and fight. Keep your balloon guarded. Your balloon nod, that is. Here, Tingle again stars in the spin-off arcade-style platformer released in April 2007, only in Japan, and available solely to Platinum Club Nintendo members. Japan had that, too. Like, they, like Nintendo 
you could send out, especially when you were like a fan of like the Zelda games, you could send out to be part of the uh, fun club or whatever it was. Like it was always changing, and I, if anything, they swing and take chances. Like I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, it is kind of sad though that there isn't Nintendo Power anymore. But I mean, There's again, no need for it. Really isn't. I mean, if I really want, I could sit and listen. Like nowadays, it's it's like I'm literally listening to something I just randomly searched of Legend of Zelda jazz covers. Oh, I was going to ask you: Is this the band? Or are they are they called the One Ups? No, but I know that band. I love them. I will definitely play a, a One Ups song at the end. Now that really you said, cool. I love the my favorite One Ups album is their Super Mario Kart. Yeah, album. That's like just, something beach. It's the name of the level, but it's, yeah, it's just super jazzy and super chill. I love it. Love yeah, it. definitely see them in concert. They're a lot of fun. Hyrule Warriors, a crossover game combining the setting of Nintendo's Legend of Zelda series and the gameplay of Tecmo Koi's Dynasty Warriors series released in North America in September 2014 for Wii U. Hyrule Warriors Legends, a version for the Nintendo 3S containing more content and gameplay modifications released in March of 2016. To commemorate the launch of the My Nintendo Loyalty Program in March 2016, Nintendo released My Nintendo Picross, The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, a Picross puzzle game developed by Jupiter for download for the 3DS. Cadence of Hyrule, developed by Brace Yourself Games and released on June 13, 2019, is an officially licensed crossover of Zelda with Crypt of the Necrodancer. I've seen that too. There, um, there's this great game called Dead Cells that did a crossover with Castlevania, which I know, Mike, you play predominantly on Xbox, right? Castlevania? Well, you, you I love Castlevania. That's, I haven't played it on Xbox. That actually... Did get its own animated series on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think, um, it was, I think it was originally Nintendo, and then eventually it was like maybe Sega, and then PlayStation. I think. Well, as far as things. systems that put out games like Castlevania games, Sega right. sounds familiar with that. Yeah. No. Well, but Super Nintendo had a, the original wrong. Castlevania's future episode. Castlevania would be fun to cover because I. Symphony of the Night is one of my favorite games of all time. A new Zelda-themed variant of Vermin was included on the limited edition Game & Watch, The Legend of Zelda unit, which also included The Legend of Zelda, The Adventure of Link, and Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening got a Switch remake for the Switch, which I played. It's awesome. It's awesome. And that game specifically was originally on the Game Boy, and... Essentially, is you trying to wake up a fish god because you fell asleep, but it's it's a typical Zelda game. Like it's it's it is a really quick, relatively quick game. I think that fun. it was the first Zelda game in the franchise to incorporate characters from Super Mario. Like it had the Goombas, oh, like a crossover, sort of. Yeah, like um, there's a couple of enemies that okay. you that, that you fight in, like same universe. I mean, yeah. that's where we get Smash Bros and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's Goombas you fight, and there's... I can't remember if they're like... Uh, maybe not Flying Turtle Shells. I can't remember. This was one of my favorite games. Yeah. Like, uh, well, there are Flying Turtles. Like, like in the, the games? Yeah. yeah on, I just, on their shells. Yeah. I just didn't... I can't remember if there were in that game, though. In the Koopas, Link's, I think. They're Link Awa- Link's Awakening. Were the Koopas? Link's Awakening. 
Uh, there was there is crossover yeah. between. I'm not sure verbatim. I know that Final Fantasy had a nod to Link. There was actually a, oh, okay. a cemetery tombstone that said Link on it in one of the games. Is there like? I don't know. Maybe it was just like a way to kind of. But Yoshi was actually in Ocarina of Time. Hmm. It wasn't like a predominant or Majora's Mask. It wasn't like a predominant like thing, but it was a reference or something yeah, like that. Yeah. There's a there's a mini game you can play in Link's Awakening where you go into a shop and you it's like a crane game mm. and you can win a Yoshi doll. I think. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you can win. A, that's what it is. You can win the Yoshi doll. I wanted to do a quick, like, some fun facts and trivia for this set next segment. Basically, some things you can... Interesting facts. I mean, obviously, this is an overview of Legend of Zelda. It came out in 86, and it's been ripping and roaring ever since. Um, but this is an article from thegamer.com. The Legend of Zelda 13 Fun Facts and Trivia You Need to Know About the Series. And this is from, uh, I want to say, February 2023. So this is relatively recent. And I think a lot of it comes down to the fact that Tears of the Kingdom is coming out so soon. And is probably out, actually, as of this recording. And maybe this episode will come out the day it's released. So you're probably not listening to this. You're probably like, I don't know, running around being like, Ah! Tears of the Kingdom! Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to set you up for those noises. <laughs> so, Link's design was inspired by Peter Pan, which makes sense. I mean, Green. Tinkerbell, the little fairy floating yeah. around. Link, Link, hey, listen. Yeah, kind of that like. I, I, I guess I never thought about it as a kid, but it's like when things like that, it's it's almost how like fairy tales, like old, old timey fairy tales play such a such a key de- in developing in stories. I mean, most stories, all stories in essence have been told. It's just how you go about it, how you approach it. it are you going to tell the story from the ending? Or are you going to tell it from the middle? You know, is this going to be from the villain? Who's mm-hmm. the villain? What's the romantic interest? Blah, blah, blah. But Peter Pan makes sense. I mean, they keep trying to redo Peter Pan. I don't know what's going on. They have a new one coming up and it looks pretty good. It does. My wife wants to watch it really bad. My wife. I did like. (laughs) I did (laughs) like. My wife. You should get that as a button at any time somebody says that. I should. I should. So. I mean, there's obviously Link shares that kind of gr- the like the green, earthy tone Peter Pan style look. He's got like the ears, the pointy ears. In 2012 interview with Game Cult, Shigeru Miyamoto son said that when they began designing Link, the pointed ears reminded them of Peter Pan, so they started to take inspiration from it. Except Link can't fly. No. But he's going to be flying around because there's a lot of cloud sky stuff going on in this new game. And I've really tried to avoid spoilers. That's the one thing is now... Granted, I I went A Link to the Past, even though I played the original NES games. I jumped from that to, say, Ocarina of Time, like everybody else. And then I really didn't play any Legend of Zelda games again until Mm -hmm. Breath of the Wild. 
in 2017 because I was like, I'm divorced. Bah, 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 buying a switch because I take care of myself first. <laughs> but that's true. And, and that's when I really, I mean, Breath of the Wild is fucking awesome. It, easily in my top three Zelda games. That's a great game. I wish it's I could fantastic. play it. It's probably my number one. We're going to start a patron, Patreon at some point, and the first thing we're going to buy is you a Switch. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're going to get mic stands. <laughs> okay, mic stands. Well, we do have mic stands. They're just fucking... My cat's just sitting on them right now at my house. Sorry. That's got to be really good. uncomfortable. The Wii version of Twilight Princess is mirrored. What does that mean? When Twilight Princess launched on the Wii, it came with some changes that made it different from the original GameCube version. Alongside motion controls, the Wii's version world was entirely mirrored. These two changes most likely go hand-in-hand as mirroring the game changed Link's dominant hand from left to right. Sellout. Link's Awakening was, and this is fucking awesome, this is one of my favorite facts, this is for you, Matt. Link's Awakening was inspired by Twin Peaks. What? Interesting. Mark Frost and David Lynch's 1990 TV show Twin Peaks is characterized by his eccentric characters and the mystery plaguing a small town. In Volume 2 of Iwata Ass, Takashi Tezuka, the director of Link's Awakening, said that when making Link's Awakening, he wanted it to have a, quote, feel like that something somewhat like Twin Peaks which is I love David Lynch I love like the weirdness of Twin Peaks I had a band called Frank Booth named after Dennis Hopper's character from Blue Velvet like I'm a huge fan of Lynch's movies I think they're they're great I love the otherworldly feel like Mulholland Drive Lost Highway Tezuka said that to achieve this, the game would focus on a small group of characters in a small town. In this case, the island of Koholint. Koholint or Koholint. Koholint. According to E.G. Anuma, in the same interview, Tezuka suggested we make all the characters suspicious types, like in the then-popular Twin Peaks. Which is a great idea. I mean, the weirder, the better. I'm I'm not... It's more memorable to me if, you know, like we kind of alluded to, the game is based on you waking up a god, a fish god, or whatever. So it's like, yeah, of course, have me talk to a fish about how to make a rhubarb pie or whatever weirdness comes up with that. It's a damn fine cup of coffee. I think what happened is, like, at the end of Link's... Uh, what was the one for SNES again? A Link to the Past. A Link to the Past. I think at the end of A Link to the Past, Link goes on a mushroom trip, and then he and then Link's Awakening is his dream that he has. Oh, Ooh. like enlightenment. Yeah. And you actually find a mushroom in the game, and you bring it to like a witch's hut, and she brews you a potion. Oh yeah. And then he has another awakening. Uh, I remember that. Someone's got a Zelda tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Obviously, we'd mentioned that the creator is also of Mario and Zelda, Shigeru Miyamoto. Fucking great guy. The choice to name the Legend of Zelda protagonist Link has multiple meanings. Since the Legend of Zelda is based on the medieval era, Link's name serves as a symbol of the way the game connects or links to the past to the present. And Zelda, the name Zelda, came from the Great Gatsby author. 
basically the author's wife's name was Zelda, so he was like, I like the name. Fuck it. F. Scott Fitzgerald, by the way. The Legend of Zelda's titles, themes, Miraculous Origins. Now, I had kind of alluded to this, but I can play you guys really quick. Do you guys... What do you guys think of the music from Zelda? Oh, it's great. Wonderful. Really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, from game to game, it's it's different. Obviously, it's like the same kind of theme throughout, but... Uh, I think it's kind of like whimsical. It's it's uh they reimagine it every game. Yeah, you know, it's, mm-hmm. so it's like a new, fresh take of the same songs. Mm-hmm. Yep, you know, and, cool. and 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 this, some of the same stuff is the it's the stuff that kind of triggers you to be like, oh yeah, oh amazing. Yes, yep. So this is the initial Ravel's Bolero, or Maurice Ravel's Bolero, that was going to initially be the Zelda music. Yeah, this is way more Peter Pan-y. <laughs> I can see the similarities, though, like with the snare, the rolling snare. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of the same thing with the main Zelda theme. Now it kind of, the notes kind of bounce. I think like... Sounds like the nutcracker. I mean... I love... I love I love the the song the not necessarily this but like the Zelda theme yeah like you can hear the inspiration by but yeah with this song though you can hear it I mean it gets obviously more intense as more instruments start to come in and it gets more let me see if I can kind of just a very steady yeah it's a build-up and it's something like you're not gonna like so like like that slow build-up yeah this is my wife hi wife hi wife so i mentioned that Bolero was the inspiration, but the idea, it still fell within copyright law, so as the game was nearly finished, Miyamoto and composer Koji Kondo released they could realize they couldn't use Ravel's song, so in last minute burst of effort, Kondo simply composed a new opening song based on music he'd written for the game. He accomplished this overnight. In the first Legend of Zelda game, the Triforce didn't include three pieces, only the Triforce of Power, wielded by Ganon as usual, and the Triforce of Wisdom, hidden by Princess Zelda and sought by Link, appear in the game. However, it wasn't long until the Triforce of Courage was added into the game's lore to complete the three-part Triforce we know today. Hyrule's mythology, as we had talked about, didn't really come about 
publicly until 2011. But just like the Triforce, the mythology of Hyrule evolved over the earliest games. The goddess rule and the shaping of Hyrule and the creation of the Triforce wasn't introduced to the series until A Link to the Past. Before then, the first two games contained subtle allusions to the real-world religion of Christianity. The Zelda timeline debate. There's much debate about the timeline or where each of the games fit into chronological order is an ongoing debate. The Hyrule Historia presents the first definitive timeline. Complicating matters, the series developers, Miyamoto in particular, want to focus on making each new game a good story, overthinking through how it fits neatly into the timeline. That's the way to do it. Also, Zelda isn't in every game. She's not. She's not in Link's Awakening at all. I think she's mentioned. Her name is mentioned. But I think the main girl is Miriam. Mm-hmm. Miriam. I can't remember if it ends with an M or an N. <clears throat> then like Four Swords. I don't think she's a part of that. Or No. No, there's... So she's also not involved in Majora's Mask, appearing only in a flashback of Ocarina of Time. So she gets her name on the title, but she doesn't have to show up. Bitch... Tingle has his own spin-off games, which we talked about. I want to get those. If you could have uh, an actor play Tingle, who would it be? That's a great question. Oh, Mini Me. Mini Me? I don't know what his Vern name is. Troyer? Yeah. <laughs> I think he's dead. That's pretty Yeah, sad. rest in peace. Fuck. Rest in peace, buddy. I would say uh, <laughs> Mr. Bean. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I just, anytime I think of Danny DeVito, I think of the penguin. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I played this city like a hop from hell. It's so good. Love that movie. And the last fact I'm going to spout off here is that Speedrunning the Legend of Zelda games is fun, exciting challenge with an active community. From discovering and sharing warp glitches to attempting to beat the game the old-fashioned way as fast as possible, there are a lot of tricks to mastering the perfect Zelda speedrun. Believe it or not, the shortest you can beat a Zelda game in is a minute and a half. Really? What game? This is the any percent record for A Link to the Past. Which is a Super Nintendo game that I love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you beat that in a minute and a half? Using an intense glitch in the game. Camel Crater has held this record for several years. The longest speed run in the Zelda series goes to Breath of the Wild. No surprise there. For a 100% extended run, the fastest time comes in at just under 20 hours. There should should be a a speed run for actually completing the entire game instead of like skipping all over the place. Yeah, or like having to rely on a glitch yeah, or something right. like that. Or Game Shark. Yeah, these, <laughs> these people, I tell you what. Game Genie. Game yeah. Genie. <laughs> did anybody have a Game I Genie? Had, I did. I had a Game Shark. Screwed up my games. <laughs> was that like the... the? It was a code breaker. I was going to say like the Walmart slash Kmart version of a Game Genie. No, no, this was official, man, but it screwed up everything. I had it for my Game Boy. I had it for like my Super Nintendo. And it just, it would like wipe your game where it's like not even playable anymore sometimes. That's how I got Missing No in Pokemon Red. Interesting. Yeah. 99 Pokeballs. When you fly to Kyoto, that's what comes on in the 
as you walk into the city of like, Japan. Move that truck! I into know Muse Japan. under that. You hear the Pokemon <laughs> theme come on. It's like, dun, 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 dun. welcome to Japan. You can eat some sushi. Who's that Pokemon? Did you? It's Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> He's a divorced dad Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> As dark Force that Pokemon. <laughs> I don't want to catch Pokemon. That one's lazy. I want to know what your four your four. He just sits are. around and vapes all day. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one attack. Vape. Yep. Vape. That's a quick vape attack. attack. Vape. Pokemon. Flash. Pokemon's a future episode. Ryan sure. used I, vape. I need to be on that episode. He just coughed real bad. Pikachu looked at him funny and ran away. <laughs> Shut up, Ash. Anyway, so <laughs> that's basically your episode. But I do have, and I kind of alluded to it, some f- some different fan fictions that have popped up. Maybe actually we'll save that for a bonus down the line because some of it's, I don't know. I don't want to get people so riled up they drive off the road. It's riled up. I can't listen to this sexual. Zelda. Oh yeah, I mean, just saying. I'll read a sentence here. Link thought he would explode before she even touched him, just from seeing her amorous look. Her mouth opened, and he gasped as she took his entire erection inside of her, bearing him to the hilt. Oh my! I'd say the entire. Fuck, what's the sword? Master's <laughs> Master Sword. It's, it's late, people. <laughs> so, I can't think straight. Fun fact, the Master Sword actually, you, it was Miyamoto's idea to not have you be able to start the game with the sword because it was a way for you to discover and figure out how to play the game. Much like Mega Man uh, games had that same similar thing where you would find a new weapon and and go on and then use that weapon specifically for an environment that you mm-hmm. would encounter. A lot of those ideas are kind of what went on and became to influence all the future games and things like that. Are you guys excited for the new Zelda? Oh, yeah. Play it? Yeah, it's going to be sweet. I want to be excited for it. Is it on Fortnite? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to do... What... What is the um okay, Smash Brothers. Yeah. What I I always like to try to play as Link. Is there a character uh, that you number one is, is uh Samus. Samus? Yeah, that's my number one. We didn't really say Samus as far as like a future uh Nintendo property being made into that a movie. That was gonna be mine. Oh shit, we yeah. never got to you, did no, we? No, it's okay. it, no, it's fine. No, I we included it though. You want to see like an aliens version of, yeah. of Metroid? Okay, so real quick, this is my thing about like having a Zelda movie. It would have to be like a silent protagonist kind of movie because all he says is ah, right. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like he doesn't have any dialogue. I mean, it's oh come on, princess. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me, <laughs> That's Excuse all he me says. princess. <laughs> I mean, if he wants to be... I think it'd be sweet. I think it'd be cool, but you'd have to make it dark because that's what Zelda games are. I just don't know how you can do a whole movie with him (laughs) saying, excuse me, princess. and (laughs) He's he's like a Pokemon. That's all he says. He don't talk good, but he'll do whatever you want him to. (laughs) I 
hit that button. Sorry. <laughs> but it's true. It's going to be interesting. I mean, there are ways to do it. There yeah, are classic yeah. films that are in black and white. Less is more. And that's part of, I think, part of the splendor and the joy and the weird words for me to use. But it's true. The, the iconic nature of the Zelda series mm-hmm. is doing things like that. Like, yeah, okay, it's an open world, but you are... And Link isn't like infinitely customizable, but you are putting yourself on that character mm-hmm. and having him not necessarily have like this, I don't know, David Hayter, Troy uh, Baker voice mm-hmm. when it comes to the character. You have, you kind of assign yourself to that, which is fine. It's totally cool. And I, I do, if you want to hear it, I do have my roles and actors would play. Oh, sorry. Um, as if you had a Zelda movie, if you want to hear those. Yes, let's do that. Let, let's end on that. Well, who would you cast in the Zelda movie? All right, so for Link, it'd either be Tom Holland, like a younger Tom Holland. Okay. Um, or uh, yeah, I think his name's uh, Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet, yeah. Chalamet. Fucking uh, French. And then Zelda, uh, Emma Watson, that's really good. Yeah. And uh, um, for Ganondorf, it would be, what's his name? I can't read it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm going to try to pronounce it. Uh, Idris Elba. Idris Elba. There it is. That's yeah. a, I, I don't know if you're going to get any better than that, but I mean, everyone can try. That's, that's pretty great. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty neat. You stole my idea with Idris Elba, except I'm going to have him be Link. Link. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and a then, tall Link. <laughs> and then Zelda is Sydney Sweeney, because she's like really hot. And uh, Ganon would again be uh, uh, Danny DeVito. <laughs> You just really Zelda want to... would be Danny DeVito. No, you just no, really Ganon. want to cast <laughs> Zelda. Ganon would be Danny DeVito. I love that. What do you think, TJ? Oh man, I don't have a clue. <laughs> I'm I'm I don't yeah. even have a clue. I, I think Mike nailed it. Really, I, th- uh, yeah. I like it. I like I like that. There. See, this is the thing. And again, I've I brought up Batman. And Batman has that ability to be done over and over and over again. So there can be multiple Zeldas. I love the way you cast yours, and I love the way Seth casts it, because I want to see Danny DeVito as Ganon. <laughs> Get over here, you femboy twink. <laughs> so I just started shoot plastic. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The black guy gave him in my castle. So I just started blast. I just started blast. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been our Zelda episode. Again, a bit of an overview. We're fans. We gushed. We talked a little bit about the history. A little bit. Mostly (laughs) talked about Japan and, and their interesting qualities. But they make amazing games, and I can't wait for this new one. It'll be fun to play. Do you guys have anything you guys want to mention as far as like I, I don't know like what's going on in what's life? going on in life or anything you want to plug or anything you've been listening to or digging on? Uh, I uh, I just turned thirty eight like two two days ago. <laughs> oh shit! Wrong button. Wow! Wow! It, it is laughable. It is. Uh, <laughs> they just keep laughing. Um, and uh, I've been really d- diving into uh, black gaze, the music genre. 
Oh, uh, cool. And uh, uh, um, excuse me. Uh, yes. What? what? Yes. Yes. Uh, exactly how you. I've heard been it. into that too. Except. Yes. yes. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. Google. Google yeah, me too, but it's a little different. Googling it. Go- yeah. Google yeah. image that black gaze. Yeah. Yes. BC party. Are you yeah. talking about balloon? Wait a minute. Tingles balloon <laughs> rupee story or <laughs> something about black gaze? You got it. <laughs> Oh, okay, but it's a cool genre of music that you're into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right on. Music, right? Yeah, it's it's like yeah, it's it's music. It's not black <laughs> men that are gay. Uh, oh, so uh, I mean, oh, I'm not, that's cool. not what I was saying. No, yeah. Yeah. Like, Whoa, hang on. Whoa, we're totally cool. With... No, I just listened to it. It's this new music. <laughs> it's 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 shoegaze and black metal. That's what it is. I just tap under a. It's my new purse. <laughs> I actually looked up Black Gaze uh, <laughs> lyrics, and that's what it, uh, Google said. Oh, you're looking for bl- bl- black gay men? <laughs> <laughs> Need to find uh, that. That's who I would choose to play Link, a black gay man. I mean, it would work. This is a very androgynous character. Yeah, it totally works. I... Uh, anything you want to promote, Seth? You, I this comes not promoting out promoting anything anymore. May <laughs> black gays. Uh, I mean, let's promote them. You know, yeah, they deserve representation. Absolutely. I got no problem with that. TJ, you're working on music. music. Any update you want to mention, or just uh, keep working? Yeah, I mean, I haven't talked too much about it. Um, the new music, but I'm work. I'm. I have a project going on with Matt. Marquez, who plays drum and drums in uh, Norma Jean, the Almighty Norma Jean, and uh, we're just writing. We're just writing away. He played um, us a little bit. It sounded fucking really yeah. cool. Yeah, I so. was just like, "Excuse not, me, <laughs> princess." <laughs> I would say not necessarily. <laughs> Excuse me. No, not, it's not awesome. necessarily for fans of Norma Jean. Right on. But, uh, it's definitely a bit different, but um, you should yeah. put that in a bonus track at the very end of the. Uh, yeah, yeah. Could play a little snippet or something. But that's that's about it. If you like, oh, to and sh- happy four twenty. That's tomorrow. Yes, Ooh. we're on four twenty Eve. Make sure to leave out cookies for Snoop Dogg. Yes, <laughs> I said that so white. We Snoop gotta make cookies Dog. before bed, Brandy. <laughs> I like. Yes, remember to thank your local uh, bud tenders tomorrow. Yes. Tip yep. them well, please. Yes, please. Thank you for all of your service, madam. Yes. That's Tej's wife. She manages, My wife. Uh, she manages uh, Flourish Dispensary in Grand Rapids. Great place. I went there recently. It's called your basement. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> if you like us, check us out on Instagram, Zanzizi Podcast. Also, send us an email. All the links are in the description for the episode. Link. That's been your episode. Link. I think I've saw the...
This has been a presentation of Beer City Media.